morning. I am waiting for Elder Hall and hopefully I've got a different pair of um, headphones this time. So hopefully we're in business. Hey, 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 Marvin. Is my audio good? Yeah, it's good. It's pristine. What'd you do? So, I think that my son may have tried a little switch out on me. Mm, he stole your so, stuff, huh? So, I went and did a little switch out. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking happened. Yeah, so, well, you know, they get slick sometimes with these. Oh, they, yeah, I tell him, you know, I was here before you were, so... <laughs> she said, you already been on that road, tried it once, I got mean, the t-shirt. Like, you, you, you really think you pulling something on me, right? How are you this morning? Well, I don't know, I'm all right. I'm all right. I had, we had an eventful day yesterday, that's why I, um, I missed uh, our big, big show. This is, the, this is like, this is going to be the, the humongous one. Oh, you think so? Oh, man, this is going to be the fun show right here. I can't wait. Oh, it'll definitely be fun because I, I I can't wait to see where we land on some things in this oh, one. Oh, man, I can't wait to see it either. I can't wait to see it either. How, how, how you been doing before we before we get into that? People are still coming in. Is it me freezing you up? You know, I don't it it loves to freeze up like when we first start. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, um, I don't know what that's about either. I think I need a new iPad, but that's another story. Maybe Santa yeah, Claus will bring you. me one. <laughs> What's your Santa Claus's name? What's his name? Bobby? Bill. Mysterious mystery. <laughs> <laughs> a wing and a prayer. A wing and a prayer. <laughs> Lord, please. <laughs> Lord, please. You better tell Bobby. You better. You better tell uh, Bill to get get about that business. All right. <laughs> so, 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 so what, what is the what is what is the exact topic today, Mom? What is the exact? Topic okay. Today? So we're still doing the God's will in your love life. Yes. But our topic today is the problem with making your man your child. Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is this is a this is the uh, this is a good one here. The problem with making your man your child. And so, for those of you all that don't know, I tried to cheat, and like I was like fishing scriptures by David this week, and he's like, "No, you can't talk about that. No, not that one." <laughs> so he's like, "Just keep looking. You'll figure it out." <laughs> so I was trying to like. This official right way, and I ended up back where I started. And so I was gonna use, you know, that chick that everybody loves to talk about when things ain't going right. But um, I decided not to go with her. So um, I'm gonna take a more, um, if you will, psychological approach instead of a more theological approach. Because because you ran into the one problem that I told you you would find, which is 
they don't have no stories about men being treated like babies by their women. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, um, you can go to uh, the story of uh, Isaac, of course, where there's some favoritism there, but, you know, uh, Isaac, well, and, Isaac and Jacob and uh, Esau. Yeah, and I think, and, and so that's also the reason why I did not want to use Jezebel, because Jezebel's issue is not necessarily um, one of her babying her man, so to speak. It is more an issue of um, idol worship and mm. the assault against the prophets. And yeah. it does affect the the it does affect their relationship. It, yeah. I mean, how could it not? Yeah. But I, I don't see that as being headstrong, the predominant um, concern in that text. So, well, well, and, and everybody the, talks the, about Jezebel too case, much anyway. Well, let me ask you this then. Wait, wait, before we, don't 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 leave. Let me ask you this then. Okay. If, if if being headstrong and dominant isn't the problem with Jezebel. Then why are we constantly for referring to her? Why, why why is she a reference point? And what is she a reference point for? See, that's why I didn't want to talk about her. Um, because so here's the thing: the the idol worship, God's attention, and God's concern for His people, the prophets. She makes an all-out assault on the prophets. She does, um, she does. So, so not only her, the issue is not necessarily her being a strong, because the Bible is full of strong women. The Bible yeah. is full of strong women. Yeah. The issue with, with Jezebel becomes her assault, um, killing the prophets and turning people to idol worship. Um, she, she becomes disorder. There's no question. But disorder in a context that's not necessarily primarily focused on the, the relationship component. It does affect the relationship. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But its inclusion in the text is more um, concerning the, uh, the prophets and the Israelite people. Okay. So then why is Jezebel a byword for control and manipulation? Because we got to have, I mean, she does control and she does manipulate, okay. but, it, but culturally somebody got to be the scapegoat and she fits quite perfectly. Oh, she's a good that. villain. She's a good villain. She's a uh, yeah. Good villain. I mean, she, she's, she, she works. I she's mean, a, she's a good villain. She works. And why is she a good villain? Okay. So then why is she a good villain? See, this is the rabbit hole I did not want to go down. Wait, this is just a short aside. We're going to go to the real thing in a second. Well, so she is... What was your question again? Why is she a good villain? Why is she so easily typecast as a villain? Oh, okay. Because she fits the Eve model. You gotta, okay. Uh, I, thought, I was looking for a different answer. Well, go ahead. What you got for me? <laughs> Explain to me this Eve thing. She fits the Eve model. She's a continuation of Eve. See? See what these women will do to you? Um, she's a continuation of that. All right. Well, and, okay. and so in that context, you know, you have um, 
her personality, her distraction from the things of God mm-hmm. is like, oh, see, Eve just made Adam disobey God and eat this fruit, which was not mm-hmm. an apple. Can you can we put a poster up somewhere that says it wasn't an apple? Because um, if it was an apple, then we wouldn't be then we shouldn't ever eat an apple again. Or, or we wouldn't be so dumb. <sighs> you know what? Stop. <laughs> But um, if it is a tree of knowledge. Be, well, maybe that's why you're supposed to eat an apple a day. Yeah. Okay. Never. No. Let me stop. Let me but, stop. But, but let's back, let's back up. Let's back up here. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not. I, for this, for the sake of this discussion, because I don't want to have it, I'll concede to you the Eve point about Jezebel. Uh, we'll argue it out some some other time. Um, that sounds like you want to go a different angle. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I don't want to. Stay, I don't want to stay on this at all. I want to get get past Jezebel. We, we already said we're not going to use her. Uh, okay. But I want, but I do want to talk about uh, the Book of Genesis reference. I always say that the Book of Genesis is a book that that basically says when you listen to women, bad things happen. Whenever I, whenever I've said that, people instantly get offended by me saying that. Their knee jerk reaction is, "Oh, that's so terrible!" Blah 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 blah. And then I ask them to tell me every story in the Book of Genesis, and in every story in the Book of Genesis, just about. When you listen to women, as they are proactive characters, bad things happen. So now this seems to be a, an overarching theme in that book. However, in the book of Samuel, and you heard me reference this too, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel is all about bad fatherhood. It's about bad fathers. You don't see mothers involved in, 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 uh, in uh, uh, Samuel at all. Uh, the one mother you do see, she shows up for this miraculous birth of, uh, of Samuel, and then she disappears. She drops the boy off and never comes back. So, uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> but about, she did. That's, but that was apparently what she was supposed to do, right? Right. Like, I'm not arguing. They, I mean, the the tone of the text is like, okay, now give him back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying this is what the the, the general theme, like a general theme from the book, right? So now, here's the, here's, so here's the question then. Where can we find a book or, uh, or, or a general theme in a book that talks about men being manipulated and, and the problems that come along with weak men? Where is there a book that talks about the problems that come along with weak men? Where is that book? Um... Just put your brain on it. Um, weak men, distinguishably well, weak. Well, so men. do you want to know? So, are you asking me this separate from my scripture that I chose for our topic today, or are you asking me in that context? No, I'm asking you in, 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 in that. Well, I'm asking you according to what, like, what the the point I'm going to be making for our, dis- our discussion today. Oh, okay. And before we go too far down the road, um, okay. Kendra, I'm going to get to the point that you're making about calling your man baby. Um, I'm going <laughs> to unpack that if, if David ever lets me get away from where we are now. Um, oh, we are. We are. Let's, let's get let's get away. Um, let's get let's get away. Let's, let's finish this off then. I, the, the, the answer is the answer is uh, uh, first and second Kings. After you get past the the, the the strong male leadership of David, and then you get uh, you get uh, Solomon. Whose mother is a proactive character there? Now, if you want to talk about mothers, you know, uh, women mothering their sons way too much, then you need to talk about Solomon 
and and his mom. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree, but but uh, and and then and okay, then then Solomon makes a good case because Solomon, again, we have a man who seems to get distracted because of these women. And I don't know why he needs so many women, but whatever. Um, but in that context, that distraction away from the things of God um, is is the overarching thesis that seems to keep coming up in these contexts. But Solomon makes a good case for that, and it's not because he's weak, and um, but it, but the, it the, is because he becomes weak to the wiles of women. Well. Here's the point I'm making. After okay. you get past the strong leadership of David, the presence of David, and then Solomon, every king that comes after him, unless it is distinguishably noted in the text, every king that comes after him in those books are bad kings. They're very, very, very bad kings. Now, and, do you think they, that they, is a historical is historical fact, or just the tone that they need the to keep it's to the keep that the okay. storyteller, storyteller, storytelling? Right. The, King, the, the um, redaction. No, just storyteller. Okay. Book, Book of Kings, written by one author. Not a lot of redacting things. Not a lot of editing going on. It's one, it's one author, and and and, and it refers because I think to, that tone is intentional. Yeah. Yeah. It, and that's what I'm going with. It's, it's, it's intentional. Uh -huh. The tone is very much intentional. So, so you know, when we start talking about you know women and men and everything like this, that and the other, when it comes to you know letting men be men, whatever that means, I don't even know what that means. Uh, uh, you know, we need to we, we need to kind of look at the text in a different way. So hopefully you you're in Proverbs and shoot, you got it. No, I'm not in Proverbs. Dang it! All right, what you got? That's what you get. See, I tried to fish this out with you, and you, you tried to make me do my homework by myself. I did. I did. I tried to make you do your homework by yourself. Go ahead. What you got? So I'm going to the 25th chapter mm -hmm. of Genesis. Taking a whole nother angle. Okay, go ahead. So you have Jacob and Esau. In a bowl of soup, stew, whatever you want to call it, lentils. Um, and that's why I told you I'm going to take a more psychological spin than a theological spin. Okay. And so my premise to this is everything is, a, is, is some type of negotiation. So in a relationship where the woman chooses or insists on making her man her child she's actually negotiating for something okay and in that negotiation um she may not be winning she may not really be getting what she wants out of the negotiation okay um and so just like with the story of jacob and esau esau has a birthright he has something that is it, it's right there and he has a moment of hunger or starvation or whatever you want to call it and he decides that in that moment the negotiation for a bowl of soup instead of his right mm -hmm. 
was more important to him in that moment. So my argument is going to be that in relationship, that 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 type of negotiation covers any type of relationship. So in the romantic relationship, the husband and wife romantic relationship, a woman can actually negotiate to have a man, but exchange that for having the type of man that she really would like to have. What type of man is that? I, I, don't, don't answer that. Let's just stick with the negotiation <laughs> Let's stick well, with the negotiation and, and, So, Because what I mean by that is if you if you baby him if he becomes your child because see there's there's some things that go along with him becoming your child right and you know it it's this play um play tea party kind of thing that's a girly thing to do just come mm -hmm. have tea with me and drink the tea and take a picture with me and so you may have a guy in the picture you may have a guy eating dinner with you but he may not actually be taking the role mm. in the relationship that you would like for him to have because you have made him your child and not allowed him to be on the terms that a man needs to come into a relationship on you've incapacitated him you've, you've made him weaker than he should be but what are the motive what's the motivation behind that like why just to have him. And that's why I say it's this, this negotiation that, that to have and not get what you want out of the deal. It, those are two different concepts because if there's something you want out of the deal, you, you have to come in on those terms. Okay. So if a woman is, is I know, like for example, when I moved here to North Carolina, I didn't know it was so many women that were buying men cars and putting things in their name for a man. Did that happen for real? <sighs> that's a thing here. Oh, gosh. That, yeah. That's a real thing. Like, I mean, you know, women saying, well, if he leave, he going to leave that car because that car is in my name. I put the down payment on that car. I make the oh. payments on that car. Really? Oh. But so then when did you ever expect him <laughs> to to function? You know, you get frustrated in the way he's functioning. But you set up that scenario. You created it, yeah. You made it happen. You create that scenario. Yeah. And so I think this this um that women have to know the difference in mothering their man and being supportive. Because those are very different things, and sometimes they may kind of cross over in mechanism, but I think it's about the tone that is set in, in the relationship. Well, let me ask you this. Do these men do these men need to be mothered? This is just a yes or no question. Well, you, you, well I'll actually explain something later. Do they need to be mothered? You asking me? Yeah. Do they need you to be asking, mothered? You, you asking, you asking me a generalized question, or are you asking me? I'm asking. Because you already, you already know. <laughs> I know you ain't you're, mothering nobody. Uh, I know you're not mothering nobody. But do these men, by and large, that have been raised by women, because they ain't been raised by men, do they need to be mothered any further? 
or have their mothers, before you got them, created a situation or a scenario to where they have been dependent on feminine leadership their whole life that they don't know anything else but that. Uh, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. I think that's that's very much a, a good piece of it. Um, because I think that does set the tone. Um, that does set the tone for what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a level of discomfort for anyone who has to do something that seems very foreign to them. And so if they've never seen um, men in, in, um, I want to say in their rightful place. In practice, if if they've ever seen manhood in practice. Right. If they've ever seen manhood in practice, well, not even just seeing it in practice because seeing it and being it can still be another thing. I think the example is very important. Mm-hmm. I think to have that those models is very, very important. It does help to have the models. But I also think that there is a, um, a growing pain, if you will. And I say that because like now my son is 15. And he's very much um, functioning very Mm mannish. You know, he's he's shifted to um, to not so much. He still wants some some mothering and to be babied at times, but it's it's Mm. turning into a very much let me figure it out kind of thing. And I've always kind of left him in that space because I just feel like that's part of the process for him. Well, Um, the thing is, you are an unusual woman in how you are raising your son because you recognize the issues that go into that. Well, I was raised around men. I was raised around a bunch of men. Exactly. And your father father raised you. Yeah. I have a yeah. I have a very. I have you know my father and had five brothers and I had a cousin <coughs> twelve years older than me that was in the house, right. and you know so I was raised around men and so I saw how they interacted with each other and even um, before my dad passed you know he would just kind of like call out some things on my son he was like no 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 come come do it this way right. Right, um, right, right, because and, it, it helps to have that. It helps to have that male influence, and not just helps, not just helps, but it helps create a man. But now yeah. here's, a, well, here's a problem, though. Here's a problem. Women, pro- women try to try to throw that off the bridge because it 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 um it doesn't help their agendas. Now, 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 that's, now that's what I was going to ask you about next. Okay. I was going to ask you about motivation next, but. Before I get to, and you know what? Let's just jump into motivation, because 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 the question why has to be answered. Now, as a man, I can't answer that. Okay. But you know, why is it that? Because and, and women won't do this for every man. Now, a woman will talk to two different men and treat them two different ways. You better. But it's because of the man. It's because of the man. That's just true. Mm-hmm. It's not because and of her. some men, some men are not having it. Right. They just, they just like not having it. Right. 
So then the question is, what is the motivation behind a woman who is incessantly insisting on mothering the man she is in a romantic relationship with? Control. 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 And he doesn't know it. And he doesn't know it. He may or may not know it. Because here's the thing. Think about it. Who turns down free candy? What about them? I mean, you're, oh, you're going to give me free candy and a car? I know, I know. You're going to give me free candy and a car and a place to live? Just... You're going to give me free candy and a car and a place to live and fix my credit? So we, so, so we, are, we are enabling I mean... emasculation then. These men are enabling their own, their own emasculation. And, but the and, funny and thing, I'm, now I'm, here's I'm the thing. This is, yeah, but here's the funny thing. Women, you will hear women complain about the guy and how he functions, but they get totally, totally confused when he gets with the next chick and does everything she wanted him to do. Mm -hmm. But, like, I gave him everything. Why didn't he treat me that way? Because you gave him everything. Because you gave him everything. Mm. And 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 so there's something to be said for um, allowing the mechanism of um, self. People have a right to 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 figure out for themselves. Yeah, but now if you have men who are willingly abdicating their responsibilities for the comfort whether it be temporarily or permanently, of a woman's I'm going to argue that it's, it's more than likely going to always be temporary. Okay. I'm going to argue for that. Okay, so... Uh, unless, unless he's just um, what my daddy called jellyback. Hmm. All right, so, so, so then we, 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 we conclude that at some point in time, the masculine in this man is going to stand up and say, hey, I shouldn't be like this. Is, is, is the masculine going to stand up and say, hey... I shouldn't be like this, B, it shouldn't be like this, or C, how did I get like this? All three. All of the three. Uh Mm -hmm. Because he has to say all three to be to be ready for change. Okay. Because as long as he's as long as he is um okay, he won't be convicted. As long as long as, it's, as long as it's okay and normal, he's okay. He won't be convicted. Yeah, he won't be convicted. As long as he can brag to his boys about it, and they and they don't look at him like it's crazy that some woman's taking care of you, he won't. Yeah. He won't care. Because as, they they going, man, you must have her wrapped around your finger. Yeah, yeah, you got you got they, that. You know, they don't never say, man, you, man, so, you. <laughs> So, man, so, you letting this woman run you. They, they be like, oh, man, you got it like that. Man. So, so, you, so. I want to have it like you. So I'm going to throw something in there then. Okay. So then, is the pimping culture. The pimping culture. The pimping culture, the pimping culture invading our understanding of interpersonal relationships. Because if this definitely. dude, because if this, if this dude feels good, most definitely. With, oh yeah, we're talking to his boys about how he got it, but he is being less than a man in their own household. 
you know, on one hand, he's being validated because it's like, dog, you a pimp. But on the other hand, he ain't nothing because he's not really doing, he's, he's not enabled. He is, he is, he's, he's emasculated. And I guess he's trying to reaffirm his manhood by, by claiming some uh, colloquial status. You know, I'm a, I'm a pimp, dog. I got this going on. And that's why you will find him taking the car that she bought him mm-hmm. and driving some other chick around. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly why. Exactly. Yeah. Because he needs to he needs to figure out how to navigate that thing so that he feels like he's still a man. He's still a man. Exactly. exactly. So, so 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 this this is a this is a it's an exercise of recapturing the masculinity that you willingly abdicated right and you didn't you didn't willingly abdicate it for this woman you didn't do this for this woman you didn't do this to make her feel better you did it out of selfish it, reasoning it was easy enough is it, right exactly so so then now the church needs to the church needs to figure out a way to reevaluate reemphasize or or reengage the the, the the discussion of masculinity as much as women now are trying to discuss and find out this thing called femininity, men need to re-engage and discuss and find out about this thing called masculinity. I don't, I don't have an answer. Now, I've seen this, freely admitting to you that I don't have the answer to this question. Okay. Because so, I, think, I think the church is afraid to do that because the, our church, the well, Christian the church, church is the church is female dominated. Well, that's that's one reason. Uh, but, but there are other reasons, uh, and and uh, let's uh, we, should, we should list them. But <laughs> well, you for, list them. <laughs> for for example, the nation of, the nation of Islam has no problem building men from a very ethnocentric chauvinistic platform that identifies this is manhood this is what you be and they don't back and they, and, and they don't back down from it they don't Not they don't all. they don't get cowed they don't let society tell them you know you're bad because you decided this is a manhood they they do manhood and it's not it's not just rites of passage I mean, we, 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 we've gone through so many different kind of pop ways of looking at this that we've just discussed it as a, it's a problem. Well, like, we've tried to passage. make it easy, easy peasy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the um, fix, we're trying to make the fix easy. Yeah. And the fix so, is not easy. So let me, let me um, go from there to what um, Kendra mentions, the, the calling your man baby. Mm-hmm. I, under normal... Under normal circumstances, I would say there's nothing wrong with that. But in the context of the bigger picture, um, it can create a mode, if you will. And what I mean by that is I am slowly but surely sifting through um, Francis Cress Welsing's book. Um, it's a very thought-provoking so dense read. And she... Um, she talks, she's an African-American psychologist. Mm-hmm. And so this frames her work. And so for anyone who, who's saying, who is this? Um, you would 
the closest you would, if you're not read her work, the closest you would become to familiar with her work is the movie Baby Boy. And the movie Baby Boy is kind of built off of her psychological theories. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that she talks about is the historical piece of the African-American male always being boy. Mm. And there's only one person in the culture who is, quote unquote, the man. Mm. And so... For the African-American male, he has to fit somewhere in between baby, boy, girl, and man. And so that's how you end up with these different points of identity mm. that are always something less than the man. Okay. And um, so in that piece playing out, it definitely plays out in the relationship piece. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And I, to tell you this, I thought about Memphis when, when, she, when she breaks that thing down because she makes the point of what the man calls his home. Okay. Which is what? Go ahead. No, tell me. What does a man call his home? Um, where he sleeps and... You know, does all those other things. All those other yeah, but what does he call things. it? What does he call it? A crib. The crib. Right. I know. I gotta go to the crib. I hate that too. But, 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 but. I mean, when she finishes breaking it down, you can't. You want to argue with her, but you can't. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't argue with her. No, I, I mean, I'm saying I hate that as a colloquial phrase. I mean, I hate that. That's that's, that's how we, you know, we refer but, to it. But, but, I, but. But her point is, is that those colloquialisms are part of a bigger thing that is happening in the culture that we don't even realize is happening. I agree. I agree. But we're watching it live out. And so, like you said, how we go back and shift it, I think, now this is just me. I think it's not just men that have to be uh, reframed. I think it's women too, because women, um, especially now that so many women make the same or more money than their man, mm. um, it's hard for women to not want to walk in headship. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that's a whole. You know, the the thing has been built so well mm -hmm. that it walks and functions. So to come back from that, I think that we also have to redefine not only womanhood, but wife. Mm. There are too many women. Hold on, back up, back who, up. Okay. Don't, don't forget that. Do we need to redefine it or do we need to um, recapture it? Like, like it's already been defined. We need ways. to redefine it. Redefine and, and, it. Oh, and the reason why I say that is because in some ways, the way it was defined in times past made an understanding of the culture. And what I mean by that is during the biblical times, mm -hmm. the wife was understood to be under a man's financial covering. Well... He was her economic stability. Right, but she managed the home. 
but she managed the home. Mm -hmm. So now that you have women who who are equal in the workforce, so to speak, they bring home money too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, as much money or more money. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say it has to be redefined because my argument, my argument to that is the role of a wife does not change based on how much money you have. Whatever your income, earning, potential, power is, it does not change. Because the wife is in an essence a, a role and a title, a job title. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you can't say you want this job title, mm -hmm. but you don't want to do the job. Right. And that's or you, basically Or you're going to work happening. when you want to work. Or you're going to come to work when you want to come to work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't do that in corporate America, but you'll you'll do it in corporate America. You'll make sure that you, you're on point for corporate America right. and then come home and be like, oh, no, I don't have to do this this job anymore. But I still right. want the job. I still want the job, and I ain't coming to work. Well, but here's a question. I mean, it's, it's, it's just... No, it's if we're gonna do that, true story. On. If we're going to make this a kind of an economic or, trans, or transactionary, what are the benefits to a woman? What are the benefits to a woman, or for that matter, to a man, in getting married now in the culture, the way it is? I'm not talking about being right with God. I'm with that. I'm talking about what are the benefits to marriage for a man or for a woman in this culture? What are the benefits of it? You know, what do you get out of it? You know, for a man, now, now, now think about this from, from what we're talking about. Now a man, according to what we've said today, may get mothering. He may get extra support. He may get more incubation time. But that woman gets thrust out into the into the world. I suppose I, I, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, what, what are the benefits? What, what are the what, what are the uh, what do you get out of it? I mean, I, I once told somebody. I said, you know what? I don't have to necessarily. And now this is just for the audience. I was joking, so don't be taking this seriously. <laughs> I said, I don't have to get married. I could I could go get me a uh, illegal immigrant housekeeper uh, to keep the house and uh, wash the clothes and and uh, and cook the food five days a week and um, find companionship in other cl clandestine uh, ways. I don't have to go through the the heartache or the heartbreak of of creating a relationship with someone who isn't uh, willing to acquiesce to the terms of the relationship. You know, I'm just saying, I'm saying I, I, I don't have, didn't have to do it. No, that, I mean, that's a true story, it's real. So, 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 but now I found a benefit for marriage, all right? But that's my own personal journey. The question I'm asking is, on a universal level, you know, even if it's just two or three, what are the benefits toward nowadays uh, toward getting married and, 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 and don't say uh, don't say sex because that you know uh, I go ahead I got, dig that ditch go ahead dig it I got friends of mine that will tell you that they probably had more of that when they weren't married than when they are. 
<laughs> so that was like stop looking like that, Marvin. You know, <laughs> you know that's the truth. I'm, so, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you so, take that shovel and, and go for it. I'm just saying, man. Like, so what are the benefits? I mean, you know, she doesn't want to cook. She doesn't want to cook. She she doesn't want to clean. Um, um, unless I'm dependent on her, then if I'm a, if I'm an economically viable and independent man, and I don't need anybody. Why? Why would I? Why would I do it? Why would I do it? You know, I know. I know. Well, a fifty-year-old guy right now. I, I know a fifty-year-old guy. Fifty-year-old. Fifty years old. Marvin, he's fifty years old, and he's playing the game like he's a sophomore in college. That that that, that that's a that that is a that's a maturity level that I am scared of. That's a maturity level that that, that bothers me, but. It's out there and it's happening a lot. So talk to me. What are the benefits? Okay. Um, the truth of the matter. The true story of it. The true story of it. Is that you actually do not function your best outside of marriage. A I healthy agree. marriage. A healthy I agree. marriage. A I good, agree. healthy marriage is actually the most empowering part of your life when okay. it's right. Okay. Um, I want to <laughs> say right there 50-50, but it's not always 50-50. Whatever that um, means. Well, you know, not 70-30, anyway, whatever. Um, but the um, each person brings something to the table. So if, if we're both trying to bring the same thing to the table, there's something not being brought to the table. Okay. And so part of this going back and understanding the roles, if you will, mm -hmm. has everything to do with understanding what you bring to the table. Okay. And so the longevity of the relationship is about the companionship. Okay. There there are going to be ebbs and flows in 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 the life progression of the relationships. There're going to be ebbs, ebbs and flows cuz life Every happens. Time. That's right. But the companionship is what survives the relationship. I agree. And so in that context of how the male and the female come into the marriage and understand their role, it is, and that's why I say that negotiation is always essential. Okay. And so in understanding what I bring to the table, what, what this unit, because the marriage becomes a unit, we become mm -hmm. a working unit. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, the tires and the, and the steering wheel in the car don't do the same thing, but they work towards the same agenda. Okay. So whatever each person is doing has to be part of that being equally yoked, which means working towards the same agenda, not necessarily right. doing the same thing. Right. So if both individuals know that they flourish they become most empowered together as a working unit 
mm-hmm. then the agenda of the working unit has to be what they're both working towards. Okay. And and that happens through the companionship because the companionship is what makes you there when everything is all over the place. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. companionship is what makes you say, I'm taking my role. Okay. I will do what I need to do to make this ship run smoothly. Okay, okay, all right. See, and, now, that, now here's, the, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going and to that's you. not utopian. That's the mindset you have no. to have. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, right? The, the, nothing that uh, you're saying is anything that I'm going to argue about. I'm with it. But I gotta throw, I just, I'm throwing monkey wrenches as, as Okay, conjunction. Here comes the conjunction. Right. So here's the deal. So your understanding sounds very old school to me. And I think a lot of women see it your way. I think a lot of women want to see it your way. But I think practically they can't function that way. But I think they want to see it your way. I do think they want to see it your way. With this in mind... I don't. I don't. Well, we'll we'll argue that Mm -mm. in a little bit. But here's the thing. With this in mind, is this why you see a lot of... Um, some more coffee, please. A lot of um, women talking to older men because they share kind of old school values. And I, no, I no. didn't say young women talking to older men. I meant I meant women in general talking to older men. I I, 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 I know of women who have been they were married, they get divorced about forty, forty two, forty three years old, and they start you know, dating far in advance of their age, especially, you know, compared to the, the husband that they had, you know. Um, and so you don't think that has anything to do with it? That the fact that they, they share the same No, because they'll date him, they'll date him, but rarely do they marry him. Really? Rarely. Hmm. Ain't nobody trying to get worms. You walked into that one. You just walked right into that one. <laughs> okay. Well, Marvin, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. You want, you want, you want, you want to leave that one right there where it's We're going to leave that one right there. We're gonna, yeah. Um, I th- you know what I think I think we 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 scratched the surface of this of this of this because we really can't the truth is we can't find any biblical insight for this phenomenon because the Bible doesn't and, 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 and let me I want to say this I want to say this real quick for for those theologians I mean we Bible can just cover it and say it's not biblical well no 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 no, no. Just blanket it that's what we do. When, just when, blanket it. I've discovered that when the Bible is silent, it's still talking. Oh, very much. Yeah. All right. So, for example, people say, well, there's no, there's nothing against same-sex marriage in the Bible. And I say to them, per se, you're, you're, you're correct. Hold on, wait, let me finish. Before you okay. jump in there. I, I, and I, I would say to them, especially when I was talking to my, my Episcopalian friends, I would say to them that, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, you're correct. It doesn't say anything per se. 
but that's because the Bible does not even imagine that it's a reality. It doesn't even imagine that it's it's a possibility that two people of the same sex would get married. It, it's it's such it's such an unimaginable thing that it does and not. And Leviticus land. lets you know that, right? Because like, Leviticus, they came up. I'm like, who who's doing that? Why is right. you not know do that? Exactly. I mean, I mean, exactly, exactly. Leviticus is a, that's a perfect example. I was getting ready to use that. The, the, the reason Leviticus says something that says things like don't wear things pertaining to a man is because there was a phenomenon of people coming out of Egypt who were of men who were effeminate and I'm sure women who were maybe a little masculine looking and uh, a little. You, know, you know and so I, I, I've always thought that was a prohibition against for example cross-dressing if you will portraying yourself as something other than you are. And so that must have, that, that may have been a, 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 a phenomenon, something to deal with. But the Bible doesn't say one thing about marriage, same-sex marriage, because as a matter of fact, it doesn't even It wasn't on the table. It's, it's, not a it's not a possibility. Right. So now why don't you have a thing about men not being, you know, uh, not being, uh, being overly mothered by women that they're in romantic relationships with? Because it doesn't appear to be something that it imagines as a reality that it should not be, it just should not be. It just it shouldn't even come into the discussion. And the reason we don't that is because other things do come into discussion. Uh, what is it? Paul names. Remember when Paul names a long list of sins, and at the end of it, he says, "And such were some of you." But if you look, if you look at that list of sins, it's a lot of things in there: fornicators, liars, adulterers, effeminate. Not just not just homosexual. It talks about the, the just the, the activity of acting effeminate being an abomination. So so I would I would suggest that there there needs to be Bible based teaching on the subject, Bible based in Bible based engagement on the subject, but we cannot get twisted up with this looking for point on point right. um, you know, you know, the, the Bible. God said, "Thou shalt not smoke crack." Well, there was no crack to smoke. No crack, no meth back then. But we do know no that you, know, you, you shouldn't be, <laughs> you shouldn't be uh, uh, inebriated, right? You shouldn't be drunk with wine, right? We, we know that you shouldn't be yeah, there, out of your mind. The, there's the spirit of the letter. That's there, exactly. There's the spirit of the letter, and so uh, I think that when we pick up the topic on next week, hopefully we come a little bit back to this. Uh, okay, so are we sticking with this? Or are we moving to? No, no, no. We're we, we gonna move to the next one. The next Which one that we is... have on the list. You think you're you at the list now? No, that was um, that was the only one. I think somebody was on last week that was talking about uh, about women being fixers, but I think that still falls under the same thing as mothering. Well, yeah. So, and and, and, so and I don't know what. The... And I don't. I don't. I, maybe I should say this. Just because I don't necessarily need mothering in my relationship doesn't mean that there is not a man who does and would not be emasculated by a woman mothering him at some point in time, in some temporary way, at some That's moment That's what I was going to say. I think situational. I think yeah. there, um, because the, let me, let me back up. I need to back up and clarify something that I think is very important. The nurturing nature of a woman 
is very important in a relationship. Right. 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 The the nurturing, the attentiveness, mm -hmm. the caring, compassionate um, that a woman brings to a relationship is very important in a relationship. Right. Men need that. Men need those components of femininity in a relationship. They definitely need femininity. So, so that's not what I'm speaking of when I say mothering. It is this leadership control component right. that is what we're actually talking about. Because I need to clarify that because I don't want to leave that as this tone of saying, don't be loving in your relationship. I'm saying right. the very contrary. I'm saying you've got to be loving in your relationship. Right. right, right, right. You've got to be attentive. You've got to be emotionally available right. to be so, the woman in the relationship. Stay, stay there. Don't, don't, don't leave that. Let me drop this right in there. So the onus okay. is not on the woman to change her behavior, but it's on the man to not become emasculated by the behavior. Don't no, allow I think yourself it's on, to become. I, I, well, yeah, because yeah, if men don't, don't allow yourself to become a baby. See, here's the thing: women, women have because women have been raised in women-led homes. They have been misinformed on how to interact with men. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm sorry. I felt the spirit just then. I didn't know what to say. I had to call his name. Like I know him. You know what? Ashando. Complete turnaround. Run around the building three times. <laughs> Jump up and say glory. Twinkie, don't hit that note. Twinkie, don't hit that note. <laughs> don't, don't hit that note that, that, that I don't like. Don't hit that note. I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance. If you hit that note, I'm going to dance. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I didn't mean to get quickening right there. I don't yeah. even know what I was saying now. You've been I, all over. <laughs> what did I say? I don't even, I, you went to like over the river and through the woods. Oh, man. Let's, let's, let's go, Marvin. Listen, y'all. Look, I'm, it was my fault that we didn't broadcast yesterday. I got caught up having to go to a meeting uh, with the jurisdiction. So, what is our topic? Are we staying here? Well, or, we're, gonna, we're still we're still on God's will for your love life. We're still definitely. On that. Um, um, I, I I think at some point in time we're going to discuss bigger things, but we got to discuss it at a time to where I know that the bishop won't be trolling and looking in <laughs> on the on the broadcast oh, because he won't be able to see it later. Yeah, I, I don't. But he he won't be able to see it later. You, you just gotta be you, you gotta be strategic, you know, because when the bishop goes on the Facebook on the Facebook, when he goes on the Facebook, I I want to make sure he doesn't. Oh, and, and and speaking of which, so I also need to to um, let it be known too that um, if they just want to hear the audio away from Facebook, they can listen to this on. Um, as they say, delayed basis on the podcast and the the um, the video is on YouTube. I think you, um, need, you need you need to start putting that that the, the video link up, but your, your YouTube page up for that. See, the thing is, you know, Marvel. You know what we do? It's an acquired taste. You know, we're not being zany and 
you know, knocking over the real the room with a bunch of one-liners and jokes. You know, we're trying to have some bit of a highbrow discussion about some things. You know, I think that we'll get a lot of we might have a zany time when we start talking about the Church of God in Christ uh, in general. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm looking forward to our discussion of the uh, 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 of, of the statement of faith uh, and some of our articles of religion. I'm looking forward to that. But um, uh, you know, people. Y'all may want to laugh, and, and, all that, and we are laughing. We're having a good time. With us, we're having a good time. This might seem more like coffee talk on NPR than the time during the morning show. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, and, it's, and that's and that's on purpose. That's on purpose. I don't I don't I don't want to have a, a theological discussion that's going to be always zany. This this I like fun times, but it's it, it's the way it is on purpose. You know, and nobody's preaching at you. We're trying to take you know serious thoughts and topics. Um, and we're trying to deal with them. So, yeah, and um, and this will also this the this will also branch out into some other things that we'll be doing in the future. Looking forward to um, it. That um, really? Are you blowing your nose? I'm sorry, mother. I've been dealing with this this, this cold. I I I preached I preached a few times aye, last aye. week. And um, but I found. And you I, didn't cover up going out into the air. Is a, is a, is a shame. I had walked out one. I walked outside at one one time, pure sweating my shirt going outside to the car. And, and you I, didn't take a change of clothes. I, you know, you know. You know what? No, you know what? This I, I'm going to stop that right there. This this conversation is going to have to be had off off of the world wide web. Yeah, we do, yeah, we, we, we can't do that here. We, we, yeah, we're going to have this conversation <laughs> off of the world wide web. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so there are, there are definitely several topics, but I do think that, that um, there are definitely a lot more things that we can cover in this one um, with God's will and your love life. But I think I would like to um, continue with the roles of masculinity and femininity in the Bible. Mm, okay. All right, that's cool. That's cool. I really like that. Gender roles in relationships. Masculine and feminine. I like that. So is that the official title, gender roles in, in masculine and masculine? I want to use masculinity and femininity. I want to be clear about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Do that. Yeah. Okay. Masculinity and femininity in what? In the Bible or in relationships? Uh, in relationships. Uh, I mean, I'm, okay. We're going to use the Bible. We got, we got a lot of Bible for that. We'll be very fine with that. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's where we'll, that's where we'll go next week. Um, yeah, because I think that is really, I think that's part of the conversation that has to be had mm -hmm. because the, oh, I guess what I was talking about, the misinformation that women get in women's, um, women led homes. And so they've heard women talk about this. This is what you need to do. What I wouldn't do and what he ain't going to do and how he, you know, they get all of that. But they're never really fully understanding um, the role. Taking advice from single women um, 
Well, not single women, but but divorced women, ang- angry married women can be the worst. <laughs> angry married women are probably the worst. I mean, I've had, I have had married women tell me, you don't really want no man. If you're going to get one, go get a white one. Lee. Don't be fooling with these. Now, you married to a black man and you going to tell me not to go get a black man? Weird, I'm telling you, weird stuff that women say that it's just like men have taught that y'all talk around each other. I know what women say to other women around women. Wow, some of this stuff is like I want to hear girl talk, man. I want to hear girl talk for sure. And you know, you know, my comeback is always I was raised by a black man, so I'm always down for the black man. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all got to go wherever y'all right on, right on, right on. I'm down for brown, down for brown. I ain't mad at you. All right, Marva. May the Lord watch. May the Lord watch between, between you and you. While, while we absent, absent one from another. Jesus name. Amen. See you next week. See you next week, Marva. All right, bye.